Playoffs? Talk about playoffs? One nine oh nine six, the Eagles fan podcast. Here's Rick, John, and Evan, the Giants fan. Camus, we're back, baby. Are we back? We are back. We're back. Later. <laughs> so I'm going to start off as something, a topic very simple. The Eagles are getting no love right now. None. All I'm hearing is Mahomes' ankle, Joe Burrow's hot, he's Joe Cool 2.0, the Brock Purdy gushathon, Tom Brady's, you know, destination crap. Like, the Eagles are just buried. Like, no one's talking about them. So well, that's how the Eagles like to fly, under the radar, ah, man. That's what I was going to say. I think this is, this is to their... Uh, I think this is this is by design. I think on their part. Well, not so. Only, I'm okay with it. Add in add in to the fact that Nick Sirianni is not didn't even make the final three for Coach of the Year. Like, how many games oh, did, does he, he have didn't? to win? Fifteen, sixteen? I I guess seventeen is your answer. <laughs> and what? Who was the number two? I didn't see the final voting. And don't tell me it was Dable because I'll I'll well, shit a brick. No, it's not. It's not final voting, but it's uh, the final three. Oh, the final three. 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 He didn't even make the top three. So uh, who's in the top three then? Uh, Dable. Oh my God! <laughs> there, there you go, Evan, the Giants fan. There's your reward for going nine six one. That's your consolation prize. Yeah. Wait a minute! I just I just came in. I finally got reception. <laughs> yeah, Dable in the. Dable's in the uh, in the final running for a coach of the year. Congratulations! Yes, I heard that. Great. <laughs> Consolation prize of the Consolation year. Consolation prize. So, Rick, you'll appreciate this. Evan, the Giants fan, is about thirty yards to my left right now, and I can see him walking the parking lot, wearing a Kelly Green Eagles jersey. Yes. And two replica Eagles Super Bowl rings. As he, as for all those that don't know, lost a bet last week, thought his giant, his New York football giants were going to beat our Philadelphia Eagles, which, as we all know, those G-men got taken to the woodshed. Again. Hey, again. You look For the third green, time this Evan? year. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. <laughs> hey, so, uh, Evan... At what point did you know the game was over? Uh, when the Giants went for it on fourth down and it blew up in their face. So that was I'm about, like, what, three and a half minutes into the game? Yeah. I was like, time to head to the proverbial parking lot. <laughs> Jesus, so what a train wreck. Holy cow. I gotta say, there was a little bit of a moment in the third quarter where I thought, like, oh, they could maybe eke their way back, but I, I was like, eh, after about a, a moment or two, they yeah, could, they could close the lead to twenty-one here. <laughs> but a, a, after what happened with, uh, oh, the lights just came on in the parking lot. That's wild. I've never seen that before. After what happened with, uh, you know, Jacksonville, that, that that like possibility crept into my head. So I was like, oh, 
don't know. Oh, oh, you mean like in the previous week that, that uh, that's only happened once every 30 years? You think? Uh, yeah, I know. So now, now I'm thinking it's going to happen like every week. All right. I yeah. just don't know what it is. There's like a hex. They can't win in that stadium. I, that's great. I love it. That's a great hex. Whoever uh, <laughs> called the Scarlet Witch or whatever like mysticism out there and put that hex on, good job. Thank you. Whoever did that. Boston Scott, the giant killer, strikes the giant oh killer. God. Did he score? And he did. He scored a touchdown, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Again. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah, he, he killed the Giants has, again. He now and, of course, Boston. Fox Fox put some stupid stat up. Look at this. Boston Scott has, has scored 15 of his 18 touchdowns against the Giants. It, it is kind of, like, stupid how much, like, the networks, like, just latch on to, like, these storylines. I mean, not that I'm, like, a, you know, like a huge, you know, huge Boston Scott fan or whatever, but it's like, yeah, no, he scores a lot against the Giants for whatever reason. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> they just trot him out there, man. I'm like, you know, he's going to score. Yeah, he now has the now, largest point, percentage of touchdowns against an opposing team of anybody in the history of the NFL. <laughs> See, now the Eagles are just trotting oh him out God. to score, like just to troll the Giants. Right. Totally. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, we're inside the twenty. Miles, get over here. Yeah. Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta get, yeah. get in there. Oh and I who's that other look who's that other like zippy little back you got that like rubbed it in the for touchdown? Who's that guy? He's, he's got a Jesus. he's got a great name for a running back, Gainwell. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good name for, Your third for a running, running back, back. In the NFL. Yeah. A third-string running back who uh, ran for 112 yards. <laughs> yep. Oh my yeah. God. On, like, 10 carries. Insult the injury. Yeah. Rick, any observations from this past week that uh, you'd like to share with uh, the worldwide audience? Well, you know, we, uh, I, we did have a correspondent at the game yeah. who first predicted that Dallas Goddard was going to score and then Devontae Smith was going to score, and then Boston Scott was going to score. Between him and his two friends, they made over $3,000 in uh, bets betting on who was going to score next, which wow, really? paid like, for their $2,500 worth of tickets. <laughs> oh, good for them. And then they proceeded to take their shirts off. I would give myself an A+. Plus. <laughs> But they said it was electric. It was an incredible environment. There were Giants fans were getting booed, trolled. But yeah, it um, no, it was. I mean, when you're up twenty-eight nothing at halftime, you can't ask for much more. Yo. Hey, Rick. Anytime you want to move on to the next segment, I'm right there with you, buddy. <laughs> All right. You know what, Blaze? This one. Uh, so this one goes out. To- Good luck to you. <laughs> the last thing I'll say about the game, it is amazing, like, because the Eagles destroyed them, how much, like, the national media just didn't want to talk about, like, a total blowout. Because there was nothing really to, like, chew on. But I'll leave it at that. Sorry, Evan the Giants. No, every word was like... Eagles roll over, Eagles destroy, Eagles trash, Eagles romp, round roll, steam roll, bonanza. It was like, come on, man. I love it. Jesus. But yeah, it yeah. was, it was, uh, yeah, 
wasn't even close. It was a joke. So moving on, next season. I, even like, uh, sorry, the last, the second, this is the last thing. The other thing was the second to last thing. Even uh, the, the what's the NFL Network morning show? A bunch of effing idiots on that thing. They even like apologized to their, their viewership like on Monday. We're like, you know, we got we admittedly got caught up into the Giants uh, like love affair and kind of ridiculous and stupid, and we're sorry. <laughs> so. But, you know, John, I think you, you hit it best, though, right? You said the Eagles got smoked last year against Tampa Bay and knew what they had to do to raise the bar. So hopefully the uh, yeah. Giants will placate that next season. Yeah, this is, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this, is, this game was the Giants' version of, last, of the Eagles-Tampa uh, Bay, Tampa Bay game last year. So, yeah, um, at, the, at the end of the first quarter, uh, the Eagles... Win probability was ninety four point four percent. Yeah. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> I almost sent that to you. I did not I, know that. I yeah, I almost sent that to you mid game, but I didn't want to like completely depress you into, you know, you know, drinking yourself silly. So. Wasn't it ninety nine percent a kickoff? I mean, come on. Yeah, close to it. <laughs> it was. It was only ninety percent, and then they put Boston Scott in, and it jumped to ninety four point four. God. All right, let's move on All to right. around the end. Thank you. As much as I kind of bitched and moan about this, I, I am curious what you get. Where do you guys think this week Brady ends up? Because that's still the talk of the town. Are we still sticking with? Uh, do we still think it's it's the Raiders, or has has that moved on to another team? Well, I could. I was in. Las Vegas. Oh, you were in Las Vegas. Yeah. Were they selling Brady I flew, jerseys? I flew there just for this question. Oh, that's Interviewed people nice. on the street. <laughs> Executive producer, you know, approved your expenses on that, I assume, right? Uh, yes. Yes. I even waved hello to her as I flew back. Oh, yeah. Um, in talking with some of the locals there, they have no idea. <laughs> They're not too hot on the uh, Tom Brady thing. You so, know, I, I the more I thought about it and the more I listened to uh, uh, some national media, I, I actually, I, I don't think he's going to go there. I don't think he's going to end up there. I, I would put my money back on, um, back on Miami. You know how we said uh, a couple weeks ago on uh, follow the money? Yeah. This, in this topic, it is follow the kids. The kids are in Miami. Yeah. He just toured a school this past week in Miami. He has a house. Giselle bought a house across the water from his house. So uh, I think it's going to be Miami. Are you guys kidding me right now? The guy's the biggest selfish boob that ever lived. It's all about him. He's single. He's going to go date strippers in Vegas. He's going to Vegas. And he's going to get $60 million from that idiot owner. And he's going to be loving life. He'll fly the kids in, private jet every weekend. Yeah, he's going to Vegas. Yeah, I guess there are tax benefits to Vegas too, right? They have the same kind of like tax structure as uh, so. Um, um, something we talked about on the first episode this week before it was killed by John. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coach, sorry, I missed that me, one, me, Rick. Yeah, me and Evan, the Giants fan, were running into technical difficulties. Yeah, uh, Coach of the Year, Brian Dable, Shanahan, and Sean McDermott. So what do you think? 
Stable going to win? Stable, Shanahan. Wait, Dougie P's not? I thought Dougie P won, won it. There were, there were five finalists, and they narrowed it down to three. And the two that got eliminated was Peter were Peterson and Sirianni. Oh, I, I thought, oh, my, oh, I was totally off. I thought I saw a headline. Wait, so your guy's not in the, in the running? Not for the final three. Correct. Wow. I know. Wow. That's, it's like, what do you got to do to yeah. get in the final three? Like, win 15 games? Jeez. 17. You got to go undefeated. Hey, Evan, the Giants fan, try to lift your mic off. I think your mic's hitting your shirt, or, or someone's getting scratched oh. feedback. Up. How's that? That's, Better? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah I'll stop moving through. around. I guess I'll, the walk because I'm walking on wires. <laughs> oh, possibly. Who knows? Yeah, there you go. All right. Yeah. I'm uh, Another award, comeback player of the year, Saquon Barkley is one of the three finalists. Oh. Look, your your Giants are winning all kinds of awards. <laughs> Everything but the big Lombardi. Yep. Not this year. Not this year, folks. Yeah, I don't think any of the Eagles uh, are going to win any. I I, I doubt uh, Hertz wins MVP. Um, yeah. Really? Yeah, he's not going to win it. He's just who are they going to give it to? Uh, they'll give it to probably um, Mahomes. Mahomes is such the uh, he's the media darling right now. So I mean, I mean, you just see it. It's kind of like what I said at the beginning, right? Is like just the 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 media just has a huge just love affair. With Mahomes, the final three are Mahomes, Hertz, and Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, won. yeah, Mahomes is definitely, definitely uh, winning it. No question. I'm not gonna. It, there's no point in like belaboring that, and it's like whatever. But you know, it is what it is. I think Hertz does deserve it, to be honest. But. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, listen. I saw what I saw this year. I'm going with Hurts. Yeah, especially yeah. in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. Uh, should we talk some about coaching carousel? Sure. Oh. This is for this is for Adam Giants fan. Love it. Yeah. So John Tate seems to be. Uh, your, your proverbial uh, holding up the works right now. Because um, it sounds like no one's hiring until everyone knows where Sean Payton's going. Uh, I think in the Eagles, you know, obviously the as you know, Gannon's going to take off, Steichen's going to take off. So you know, you got a lot of teams probably waiting for those guys to kind of free up. So I think you know, not a lot of movement yet. Uh, I heard Frank Reich possibly to Carolina. There's a there's a little uh, rinse and repeat there for you. Yeah, there. Yep. Yeah, that's a good that's go. a good one. Uh, I'll tell you who's not coming back is Nathaniel Hackett. Um, <laughs> no. He's, yeah, he's pretty much. Uh, he might as well just go. to Wait, like, is that the clown from Denver? Yeah. Yeah, he might as well just go to Bethune Cookman or something like that. And, no, he's gonna get it. You'll see him on like a, a oh. There's Nathaniel. He's the new uh, linesman coach. Oh yeah, like from New yeah, Orleans. Like, uh, some nonsense. Yeah, he'll be like uh, Tom Sula, who just shows up. Yeah, as like the assistant D line coach for like two years, and kind of works his way back up to like a defensive coordinator in six years on the exactly on the, car- on the Cardinals. Well, yeah, here's one for you. Bill O'Brien goes from the Patriots' offense coordinator to Penn State to the Houston Texans 
and now he's back as the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, I just... Well, I guess that means Chip, Chip Kelly will be an uh, offensive coordinator in the NFL within the next uh, you know, three years. He's not going anyplace. He loves UCLA. But yeah, I mean, everyone's... You know, Steichen's going to go, and um, even the uh, what the quarterback coach Brian Johnson is supposedly on his way out too to be a um, a uh, the quarter yeah the quarterback coach for the Eagles is supposedly off to be a uh, offensive coordinator somewhere. Yeah, so. yeah Kafka got a second interview. He got a call back. Yeah, got wasn't Houston. Kafka a former uh, backup quarterback with the Eagles, or am I on crazy pills? Uh, no, you are correct. He yeah. was a uh, really? uh, yeah. draft pick out of Northwestern. He's a quarterback right. out of yeah. Northwestern. You know, he's a product of the quarterback factory we have here in Philadelphia. Well, you know, that's not the uh, – because who was the other uh, quarterback from Northwestern the Eagles picked up or drafted a couple of years ago who was just like a total just waste of a pick? I can't think of his name, though. Anyway, I do not, not know. A, yeah, not worth a um, – But the quarterback factory uh, does not have an extended warranty plan, and so Carson Wentz will be out of the NFL next year. Um, I think, what is it, uh, uh, who else got, uh, didn't one guy get hired, uh, what's-his-face, who, uh, filed a lawsuit against the NFL last year? I can't think of his name now. Uh, Brian yeah. Flores. Yeah, Brian Flores got hired. Oh, yeah. Where's he gonna go? Arizona? Not Miami. Yeah, not, yeah, not Miami. <laughs> uh, John, you were thinking of Clayton Thorson. Yeah, that's right. Clayton Thorson, yeah. He was a fine. I'm sure he's probably out of the league now. Actually, I think he ended up on the uh, Cowboys for like a cup of coffee and then moved on or something. Like that. Uh, he's with the Houston Gamblers of the United States Football League. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Coming so to a streaming. Got, service is that league really going to stay in business? Uh, just barely. What's the overrunner in that league staying in business? Uh, one more year, and I think it's done. Okay. Okay, yeah, so he was on the Cowboys in 2020, so I wasn't totally crazy. Yeah, well, here you go. Here are the three teams he was on in the NFL. See if you notice a pattern. The Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Giants. He's just got to be on the Commanders. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the Commanders have have, have found their uh, their quarterback in the future. Complete the cycle. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Commandos, uh, Mr. Bezos is back in the running for uh, your Washington Commandos. Uh, Evan, the Giants fan, your thoughts? It's, uh, what's the price tag going to be now? Seven uh, billion dollars. That's insane. You know, quick uh, point of uh, correction. I did mention in a previous com- uh, 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 episode, uh, seven million dollars. That was obviously incorrect. And so thank you for uh, clearing that up there. But, yeah, seven, uh, seven, seven big Bs, and you get that dump of a stadium. Yeah. They should just wow. offer a discount because of that stadium. Uh, uh, right. With a dump of a team. Well, I was going to say a dump. <laughs> yeah, and a dumpster fire of a team to boot. Right. right. And, and I will raise you your team and say dumpster fire of an organization. And I'll double down on a dumps on a triple dumpster fire of a mascot, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who we're hoping someday is face down in the Potomac. 
<laughs> and we think it's just a matter of time on this show. So, um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if uh, you know our our dreams do come true. Bezos uh, comes in, spends a bunch of money, and hopefully just drives the place into the ground because he doesn't know what he's doing. So that I'm sure be it'll be like uh, buy two books, get season tickets for free on yeah. Amazon. That would totally. Be I think people would love that. Um. Any other, uh, you know, uh, carousel news that we uh, we missed? I, don't, I, I, don't, I heard I don't a very interesting story um, over the past week about the Colts. And the Colts, uh, who was that guy that they almost, who from the Patriots, that they all, that he accepted the head coaching job and then he backed out? Um, oh, McDaniels? Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels, yeah. Yeah. I heard, I heard a story that he came to the McDaniels house. He offered them the, offered Josh McDaniels the job. McDaniels was there with his wife. They accepted. And then Ursay went in one of their bathrooms and was in the bathroom for over an hour. What? <laughs> Come Josh, on. And Josh McDaniels' wife. After he finally left, was like, "You got to get out of this. This guy is completely weird," <laughs> and, <laughs> oh and that's God. why he he accepted the job. They announced it, and then he pulled out because he's just like, "This is like total red flags." That's hysterical. Yeah, that's a good story. I like that. Yeah. Uh, another kind of NFL news. Um, our buddy Mel Kuyper has come out with his uh, his uh, mock draft. Uh, I had it, and now it's gone. Uh, where'd it go? There it is. Mock draft 1.0. And the Eagles are taking in the Mel Kuyper mock draft. The site's loading. This is terrible. Oh, my God. All right. You said you were taking a defensive tackle. Yeah, I, I see. I don't have internet out here. I lost it. This sucks. Now I got to walk closer to Evan, the Evan, the Giants fan, to the building, <laughs> so I get Wi-Fi to pull the page back up because I lost the page. Rick, fill for me. Tell me a joke. Uh, mock draft. I saw. I did see a mock draft um, that had the Eagles with the last pick in the first round taking a running back that I'd never heard of out of Alabama. What? Yeah, Come on. I, I've, I've seen running back. <laughs> so the one thing I was going to mention uh, in in my film moment, just as uh, Rick, you started, I just thought of it. I saw about like five or six mock drafts, and this is like had all the teams, and it was the the amount of variance in the in the mock drafts was just so ridiculous that just more proof that these mock drafts are total crap, which is all the more reason we should be talking about them right now. <laughs> Um, wait, where is this? So he has Bryce Young going fourth, which I don't... Okay, so this sucks. ESPN doesn't have, like, the team that's in the position. There's Bryce for, Bryce uh, uh, Young going fourth. Who's, who has the fourth pick? Ugh. Oy, this is just We're just falling apart. Oh, well. Anyway, yeah. The, the Eagles... Oh, yeah, I think the Eagles had... What did we say, Evan? Uh, they were taking... The defensive a defense. tackle. Yeah, defensive tackle. 
And the Giants had uh, the kid from USC is who they were picking. Um, yeah, the wide receiver. Yeah, someone, what was his name? Yeah, I can't find him. Anyway. Awesome. Yeah, there you go. Greatest segment ever known to man. <laughs> I, we, just, we know the positions, we just don't know the names. <laughs> yeah, on, the, on NFL.com, Bucky Brooks, who I have no idea who is Bucky uh, Brooks. Yeah, he, he pops up on uh, NFL Network. He's, he's, uh, he's all right. I mean, yeah, he's an NFL Network guy. He's been around for, for a bit. He's not. He's kind of like one step below uh, Kuiper and Todd. What's his face? I didn't know that there were multiple steps there, but I will. Yeah, um, there are, unfortunately. My, he has Miles Murphy, edge rusher. Yeah, Kuiper has Miles Murphy going 15th to uh, whoever's it, you know, uh, picking 15th. Because the Eagles have, they, what, the 10th pick? They have the 10th pick. So right now, Kuiper has at the 10th pick Devin Witherspoon, cornerback, Illinois, which kind of makes sense. I mean, seeing as how the Eagles are going to lose Bradbury in the offseason, he's going to go contract chasing, which, you know, I don't blame him. I do the same thing, too. They, uh, the same mock draft has uh, the Giants taking Zay Flowers. Who? Zay Flowers from Boston College. Yeah, interesting. Oh, Boston College, they stink. Oh, yeah. That's where all the fast guys are Evan, yeah. these days. Don't Boston. draft anyone from the ACC. Please. Stay in the SEC. Please. Yeah. Uh, any other, anything else we want to talk? Oh, uh, here's another one for you. So the 49ers D lineman got arrested this past week for uh, some uh, domestic stuff. That's, uh, that's unfortunate. Bad timing for the yeah. Niners. Yeah. yeah, but don't worry. He's going to play in the game this weekend. Is he? I didn't, I didn't say yeah. Is he really? For the latest. Okay. That, they so said he's travel. back back in the facility, practicing with the team, and preparing for this weekend. That's interesting oh, that he's able what, to leave. What money, what money will do. Yeah. Yep. Uh, especially, like, the 49ers have a bit of a legacy, uh, courtesy of uh, the Bartolos and the policies of getting a former pl- or players at a sticky situation in the 80s. There's lots of stories about the, uh, you know, your cocaine-laden 49ers uh, getting into trouble that never made the press. So Supposedly there were a lot of blowhounds on the Niners. So. Well, you know, they are the Santa Clara 49ers. Yes, so. yeah, they are the Santa Clara. This is true. Yep. I mean, I guess they did follow the money to some degree because... <clears throat> There's no money left in San Francisco because it's all heading no. to the South Bay, to the Silicon Valley. They should call them the Silicon Valley 49ers. Ooh, there you go. Wait, that's, that's a nice ring to it, right? You know, let's troll uh, Chris tonight and just call him that all night. Yeah, that's a good Piss I, him I, off. I like it. <laughs> uh, Chris P., the voice of reason. Yeah, well, he, he spoke truth uh, earlier last week. He spoke, you know, he got inside of uh, Blaze. I think you're ahead a little. But then you, you came back and you were excited about your Giants for a little bit. <laughs> no, and then I listened to Deion Sanders, who's like summed it up best. Please, Eli, please. I would uh, like to thank you for um, playing a part in getting one of my former boss's brothers fired, Ed Donatel, out as defensive oh, coordinator. That's as right, I think, yeah. yeah. Due to ad. late season defense defensive collapses. <laughs> 
I just hope he becomes a defensive coordinator somewhere in the NFC East. That would be awesome. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And the commandos got a got a job opening iron. Well, I mean, last week Wink Martindale was like the greatest defensive coordinator known the man. He was going to work wonders against the Eagles, and then he just got shit on. Yeah. Week, so. Saturday night, yeah. Wink, Wink was on the blink. Yeah, Wink, uh, Wink didn't look so uh, hot. Sorry, no, he looked completely fan. lost. Yeah, a lot of head shaking. Um, all right, should we move on to seven questions? Sure. All right, seven questions. Rick, are you ready for your seven questions? I am ready. All right, question one of your seven questions. At what point during the game this weekend... Uh, this weekend, this coming weekend, will our other brother text us an eagle emoji? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I did, uh, you have to watch what you say. I did forward him uh, the link for this podcast, so be oh. careful what you say there, John. Well, uh, the, the one for today, the original one I sent? No, the second one. I sent him actually both. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. Oh, man, if you could get on, that would be great, but... Uh... Oddly enough, I don't see anyone on. Shocking. No, I don't. Hopefully, I mean, he did go to school in the Silicon Valley, so hopefully he knows how to click on a link. Jim, if, this is for you if you ever listen to this. I would give myself an A+. Plus. <laughs> That's for you. Uh, um, all right, moving on. Uh, uh, sorry. Do you, do you yeah, no, a- I would say, um, yeah, sometime at some point, uh, after halftime. After I mean, after not after. not during the first quarter. I was shocked when I got that, but yeah. that's a different story. Yeah. All right, uh, question two of seven questions. Um, in your opinion, what is the worst possible matchup for the Super Bowl this weekend? From a, or for in a couple of weeks, from a viewer standpoint. Uh, if there's one combo of teams, you would you would not really don't want to see what would it be. I would not want to see San Francisco in Cincinnati. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Which, that would actually be a replay of, I don't know what Super Bowl, but they have played in the Super Bowl. Is that 85, before. 1985? Chris Collinsworth? Not 80. And... Uh, no, 85. They played twice. They played two Super Bowls. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. 85 was Miami in San Francisco. Because, John, we watched that in Indianapolis at the semester's house. Oh, that's right. Because we were driving across country. Driving across country. Yeah, good recall. Yes. Yeah, the the next one was, yeah, against Cincinnati. I watched it at Chris Graham's house. I I think Papiernik was there, too, actually. Um, Yeah, anyway, not worth uh, getting into that. 85, and where was 85 played? Stanford. That was at Stanford, wasn't Stanford it? Stanford, Stanford right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Stanford. Yeah. Uh, all right, question three of seven questions for Rick. Uh, Rick, what team will Carson Wentz be on next year? <laughs> uh, he'll be coaching his son's peewee team in mm. North Dakota. That's yeah, what that's... team he'll be on. I would give myself an A+. Plus. I don't. I don't think I see that guy like humbling himself enough to be, you know, like come and play on a like veteran minimum. Hey, we can bring in a third or fourth string and see if you got something left in the tank, right? Yeah. I don't. I think he's just going to be like, I'm out. Yeah, he made his 140 million. He's he's going home. He's done. Right. Yep. Totally agree. 
Uh, all right, moving on to question four, seven questions. If, Rick, if you were the director of photography or producer this week for the NFC Championship and you were in Philadelphia, what 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 video would you go get for the bumpers for this week's uh, um, clash between the <laughs> Santa Clara 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles? Uh, you know, definitely got to be creative, right? Like, Yeah, they got to be new, Rick. Come on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So basically, you can't do... Anything cheesesteak related. It just that's just thrown out. Right. Nope. Can't do, Liberty can't Bell. Do, no Liberty Bell, no Independence Hall, and no boat ho- houses along the Schuylkill Expressway. So wh- where are you going? Where are you taking the camera crew? I would first go to Franklin Field where the Eagles used to play. Oh, look at that. How about that's that? Right. Nice. Okay. Where, uh, where the Penn Quakers play today. Ray Diddy would have lo- loved that answer if he was listening, which I'm sure he will eventually later this week. Right, right. Um, besides that, I uh, I really don't know. Yeah, that, that's a good one, though. You picked a winner. I would say also Fort Mifflin, which is mm. by the airport and was the fort that uh, on either side of the Delaware River where if uh, England, uh, the England Empire tried to come up the river to assault Philadelphia, they would fire cannonballs across the river and protect Philadelphia from it. See, I know that, and that's a good one that I was going to lead into. Kind of, I, I was wondering if you were going to bring up Valley Forge. Valley Forge was always kind of a bit of a winner to, uh, you know, very patriotic totally. Philadelphia. You know. Oh, you know. yeah, it's a oh, yeah, outside definitely. of Philadelphia, but you know. 245 years ago, last month is when uh, the encampment at uh, Philadelphia or yeah. Valley Forge started. Nice. Um, Isn't that where they kicked the shit out of the Hessians? That was the, oh, it was the Delaware. That's that's where they, that's where they, they they rolled over Tutty. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that was uh, the Battle of uh, Trenton. Thank Trenton. you. Battle of Princeton. Yep. Where it really wasn't a battle. They just like stuck across the ri- river, and all the Hessians were basically drunk. Contest. That's usually what happens with most uh, people who are about to lose a war. Is a lot of drinking involved. Uh, Rick, question five of uh, seven questions. If you had your choice, who on the Eagles would you mic up this weekend? Good question. Oh, I heard a good Brandon Graham. Uh, I'll have to send it out to you guys. Man, that guy just does not stop talking during the game. Um, I think it was this was it the yeah it was this past game. He's just like going on and on and on. I'll have to send it to you guys afterwards. But he's. Uh, he just will not shut up. Yeah. Good pick. Yeah, he's he's definitely a, a jabber jaw. So, um, yeah, uh, I'd say that'd be a, a, a solid listen. He, he was like, eight, I'm coming for you, man. I'm coming for you. Nine to two, we're coming right after you. We're going to run right over your butt all night long. <laughs> and this was at the coin flip. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. I hope he does that to Brock Purdy and drives, drives, you know, gets him all anxious and poops his pants. Uh, all right. Uh, question six, seven questions. Uh, Rick, Mel Kuyper, interesting guy or total weirdo? I mean, I think he, he's kind of gone downhill. I know he's had some health issues, but, like, oh, I, didn't, I barely now didn't now I recognize them. Yeah. I think it's, I hate to say this, but I think ESPN's just kind of, Keeping him around for sentimental purposes. Yeah. 
Now I kind of feel like Evan when he made the uh, comment about uh, <laughs> Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> okay. What's I that guy done? done? <laughs> okay. Well, well, moving on. <laughs> I would give myself an A plus. All right. Uh, question seven of Rick's seven questions. Rick, what are you eating Sunday before the game? Oh, jeez. I haven't even gotten that far. Um. All right, well, we'll rephrase it. Rick, what are you eating tonight? Uh, I actually, when I flew back into town, I stopped at the, um, uh, in the airport, they have uh, Gino's Steaks. I stopped mm. there and had a cheesesteak. Oh, nice. Good. Yeah, good uh, so that was my dinner at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Nice. All right, well, that's the end of uh, seven questions. Uh, nice work. So rumor has it the Eagles have a game this week against your Santa Clara 49ers. Um, Rick, any first uh, hot takes or anything you want to kind of throw out there to kick us off? Uh, I really think it's going to come down to it, like, very even on a number of different fronts. right? I think it's going to come down to who has the better game. And I know they're not going head-to-head, but uh, Jalen Hurts or Brock Purdy. I think whoever won, whichever one has the better game, that's going to be the team that wins. Yeah, I'll kind of play off of that. I mentioned this to Evan, the Giants fan, earlier today. Purdy really hasn't faced a top-10 defense since uh, he took over for Garoppolo. What was that probably uh, six games ago? Is that I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically the Arizona Cardinals twice, Seattle. Um, who else am I forget and there's one or two others in there because um, i think the last game for garoppolo was was uh the saints who saints have a decent you know decent defense but other than that i mean they you know <clears throat> i think uh dallas has basically been the best defense and you saw kind of how rattled he was and he didn't exactly play play well so i mean and dare i say the eagles are a better defense than um than dallas in my opinion at least statistically that's for sure yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's played. Uh, well, the regular season was the Cardinals, the Raiders. The Raiders. That's who I couldn't think of. Yeah. The Commanders, the Seahawks, and Tampa Bay. Yeah. Uh, the other the other thought I had too is is I imagine there's going to be a lot of running in this game, so I won't be surprised if this this game goes by quickly. They keep the ball on the ground and. And uh, the, that clock ticks. I think we'll we'll run into situation. We're going to look down and at our watches. It's like holy crap! The first quarter's already over, and I think that's they're going to pound the ball. A lot of ball pounding. A lot of ball pounding. Yeah, a lot of ball pounding. Okay. Evan, the Giants fan, as a, a neutral observer uh, of this week's game, any thoughts on your side? Uh, Twenty-one ten, Eagles. Oh, double nice. digit okay. victory. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Yeah, after what I saw, after what I listen, I know the Giants were a lot of smoke and mirrors, but it wasn't even a contest. Yeah, was, he, yeah. Rick, I was telling your brother, he, the Delhi guys played better than the starters. <laughs> That's the scary part that like that has to like have you a little concerned about that game. Yeah. Giants fan. So very impressive victory over the G Man. Um, <coughs> yeah, I just think it, it's pumpkin time for Purdy. I think you know he's it's a lot of pressure on the kid. I don't see him lighting it up, uh, and yeah, 
I just yeah, I heard think Tiki. That... Go ahead. No, I just think yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's been a, a solid run for the 49ers. But no, the Eagles aren't going to get this close in their home stadium with all their fans going bananas and you know crap to bed. Not going to happen. So yeah, I, the the two things I was going to mention about you know, and I was you know, and I think I don't think there's much else because the rest is just kind of getting into like tape and like stats and it's like I don't want to bore people with that. But the two things I heard is like Tiki Barber was on the radio this past week. I don't know if you heard this, Rick, with Angelo, and basically just said like. Playing in Philadelphia is really hard because you just you're not ready for the intensity of the crowd. The first time you're in there, it, it definitely does like shake you, you know, evidently as a player. And it's just it's, you you can't really prepare for it. The only way you can prepare for it is just go in there, play once, and just you know what's coming at you. So I think from Purdy's standpoint, he's going to feel that. The other one, the other good story I heard too is when um, Gannon was talking to Harrison Smith when they were on the Vikings back in 2017-2018 when uh, Gannon was a defensive coordinator. And they both, like, looked at each other, like, prior to that game at Philadelphia, and they were just like, whoa. Like, they were totally taken aback by by, um, by the atmosphere uh, at the link. So that yeah, you know, kind of really here's the other thing. Here's the other X factor I don't think a lot of people know about the Eagle fans is... We're a little nutty. Well... <laughs> We you know, eat, normally, we, we, no, we normally, horse, right. look, normally between the two thirty-five yard lines, right, on the lower bowl, it's most, in a lot of other things, it's pretty corporate, right? It's tame, yeah. it's big money tickets, but no. We got Mike Trout. Mike Trout segment. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Your fans are relentless on the sidelines, badgering the, the, the away yeah. team. Yeah. Nonstop. It definitely is going to rattle players. Yep. Yeah, I think Purdy's going to have a hard time. I uh, There's a quote, uh, Rob Thompson, the manager of the Phillies uh, this past week, he said after the whole World Series and everything was over, a, co- a fellow coach from another team said, uh, uh, playing in your stadium the way you guys played and the electricity of fans, it was four hours of hell. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah. That's um, that's basically it. Yeah. No, I, I wish the Santa Clara 49ers well. I, I think they'll put up a good fight. But, I don't know, I kind of think the uh, the Eagles might tough this one out. So, Ricky, your uh, closing thoughts on uh, on what you think the outcome looks like for our Philadelphia Eagles? Uh, it's going to be high. Uh, the game's at 3 p.m. It's going to be a high of 51 that day, partly sunny. So, weather... <laughs> will not be a factor. Yep. Um, which I was hoping it would be like, you know, like that Buffalo game, right? Yep. And those uh, guys from California roll in here. Yeah. Um, forgotten what they, uh, what winter is like. But it's not going to be like that. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm very careful what I say on uh, this. Uh, um, medium, because earlier this season I said, "Oh yeah, there's nothing I would change." Right. We don't need yeah. any new players. And yep. four days later, <laughs> got our asses handed to us, handed to us by a by the, team by that didn't Saints. even make the playoffs. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but I think it's um like a twenty-eight to twenty-one or thirty-one to twenty game. I'll buy that. I'll, I'll take a. 
Breaking news, this just in, yes, your Washington commandos are still a train wreck. Evan, back to you. Yeah, I'm looking at a dumpster right now, and it's on fire. Tutty must be in there. <laughs> I, do, I do have a confession to make that I went and picked up my son and his three friends at the airport on Saturday because they were going to the game. And I know we make a fun of all the, you know, the bumper video and all that. But what did I do? I took them to get a cheesesteak, and then I drove them by Independence <laughs> Hall and Liberty Bell. No! So, I was literally like the bumpers. <laughs> yeah. And they were probably pissed off you didn't show them the boathouse, too. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, where's the skookle? Come on, Rick, where's the... <laughs> Come on, Mr. Coral, where's the damn boathouse? Jesus. <laughs> Right. Give me some Rocky statue in the the, totally. the, the the art museum. Oh yeah, I mean not to be stream of consciousness here, but um, hey, it's a podcast. Speaking of Rocky, uh, yesterday I met Rocky Blyer, old player for the Steelers. Totally, yeah, yeah. great, great guy. He's, He's a guy who yeah. yeah! yeah! He was at this conference I was at and gave, you know, one of those motivational speeches, but he got drafted, played a year for the Steelers, got got drafted by the NFL, played a year for the Steelers, and then got drafted and had to go to Vietnam. Right. That's right. And uh, got injured over there, and they told told him, you would never, you're never going to be able to walk without a cane let alone play football. And then he came back and won four Super Bowls with the uh, with the Steelers. He played nine more years. That guy defines a badass, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Like, the nicest guy, too. Like, super nice and, you know. Of course, I was standing amongst these women who had no idea who yeah, he was. Right. Yeah. And he's he's there with his four... Super Bowl rings, and they're like, oh, so where did you get these Super Bowl rings? And I was like, oh, Lord. And one of them, of course, was a, was a Cowboys fan. I was like, a oh, typical, like, completely clueless. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, are you Cowboys? And yeah, we beat your ass twice when I was playing. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I said to Rocky Blyer and the, uh, to the lady who's a Cowboys fan. I said, there's a mutual dislike between Rocky Blyer and I, between Rocky and I, and you being a uh, <laughs> Cowboys fan. This is CNN Breaking News. Uh, guys, we have some breaking news from the Washington Commandos. Will Misselbrook of the Washington Com- Commandos, chief creative and digital officer for the Commandos, is leaving the new organization for a new opportunity. I'm saying he got pushed out because their creative was dog shit. Rick, back to you. Wait, that's the guy that came up with with Commando Tutty? I, I, he's Evan the Giants fan. You heard me. He's chief creative and digital officer. <laughs> I would say he is the uh, the father of corporate Tutty or whatever that thing's. He's, he's leaving for a new opportunity with the District of Columbia Sanitation Department. Yeah, right. yeah. with Corporal Tutty underneath his arm. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Misselbrook, we wish you all the luck in the world, and don't let the door hit you on the way out. Says all the players Classic. on the field. Oh, I love it. Yeah. The, those Tutty dolls are not uh, flying off the shelves. <laughs> no. 
putty dolls. Ugh. All right, should we move on to an uh, unrelated uh, topic of the week? So this is a last-second injection. We'll keep it quick for those that might be in a rush. But Rick, uh, Evan the Giants fan, and I were talking earlier. We've come to the conclusion, and this was carried through courtesy of a friend of ours, Rick, that you know, Brett. I'm not going to say last names. I don't want to get him in trouble. Right. And I agree with them on especially this those uh, those of us who are uh, friends of ours that have important jobs. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, very important jobs. And I 100 percent agree with them. Modern dentistry is a total sham. Oh, uh, I shared this with Evan. Uh, what uh, six eight months ago? When when was this? Yeah, about that time. Yeah, and and after kind of careful thought, I think by both of us and looking at. You know, some introspection, looking in the mirror and looking at our day-to-day lives and modern uh, tooth cleaning technology. Yeah, I don't need to go to the dentist every six months anymore. It's been that way for how many years? 30 years and all this fancy-dancy shit on the shelf? Nah, not buying it. Seriously, I bet people would hesitate if you put a mechanic next to a dentist. They'd be like, who's the biggest con artist? Like, <laughs> <laughs> How about a used car salesman? I might uh, go yes, dentist. Yes, put all three of them up there. Yeah, who, yes. who are you going to pick? I might go dentist on that one. <coughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's actually funny you say that because I just read an article. You know, of course, when you fly five and a half hours out to Las Vegas and four and a half hours back, you have some discretionary time in your hands. And so I just read this article. Dentist reveals the eight things patients do that leave them horrified. And? I'm all ears. Uh, I'm, all, I'm all teeth. You ready for this? Yep. You might stop me after two or three. Okay. Licking the dentist's fingers. Oh, you can stop at one. That's, <laughs> that's the what? most disgusting thing I've ever heard I, in my entire life. No! Wait a minute, man. I mean, who's my dentist here? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah. No! Number like, number two okay. is oh. leaving things in your mouth like toenails. What? Like toenails? Oh, come on. This is made up. No! Uh, number three is slurping sound from taking out your retainers. Okay, that's at least within reason. Uh, that's totally. Uh, yeah. Terrible. Uh, keep yeah, keep going. What uh, it, uh, keep going? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're already there, so might as well just... We're on the topic. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Missing the bowl when spitting while mouth (laughs) is numb, which is understandable. Totally. Right? I've definitely been guilty of that. Um, Sharing toothbrushes with your partner. Uh, Yeah. I've been there. In a pinch. In a pinch. Uh, (laughs) Shaking hands after putting your fingers in your mouth. Oh, God. His longest of the season for 46. He's got the foot. Got it. No. And then the last one is not brushing your teeth before you go to a dentist appointment. 
I see. I'm, I'm okay with that in that, like, you know what? I'm about to spend money. I'm going to make them work for it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, just clean everything out. I'm not going to try to... Reek my bourbon breath there, buddy. Yeah, take it. I, I also have a problem with Dennis. Like, it's never good enough, right? It's no, always, man, oh, you could do this, yeah. or you could do that, or this, yeah. uh, it's like, do, does anybody come in here and get a positive review? Nope, never. No. Never. It's always an upsell. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. Because like, if you get a positive review, they're not going to move any product. So what's you know, no, it's to, it's a total scam. It is. Not you total. need to fluoride this. You need a you need a bike guard. Yeah. Oh, you, need another, you need another X-ray. You need right. another. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. Look at we just showed you your X-rays. How do I even know those are my X-rays? <laughs> All teeth look alike. <laughs> It's a yeah, joke. You just, just pulled them out of a folder somewhere in the back and charged me right. like 200 bucks. It's like someone's from like three years ago. <laughs> You've got 10 cavities. I do, and I'm feeling them. No, they're there. Trust me. Yeah. I call bullshit. All right. Well, I think that uh, that wraps up uh, this week's uh, edition of Unrelated Topic of the Week. Um, that's it for this week's show. Any, any, any uh, last comments for you guys before we head out and go have some dinner? Yeah, John. Can I? Am I? Can I? Can I officially take off the, the jersey for dinner? No, you got to wear it for jersey. For those that don't know, every uh, Giants fan has been wearing, <laughs> wearing an Eagles jersey all day, uh, and uh, two Eagles uh, replica Super Bowl rings. So yeah. Good I don't. I don't know what's worse that he's wearing the Eagles jersey or he's wearing Nelson Aguilar's number. Yeah, I know. Unlike Aguilar. <laughs> exactly, Evan. You have my permission to take off. Oh, thank you. Uh, until next week, go birds, while you go fly.